War is over, but this is just the beginning of the Godfather Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. Together we are the Godfather Minute Brothers. Brothers. And we're here to talk about Minute 122. Minute 122. One, two, two. Sounds like coordinates are given. It does sound like that. Alex, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. 22 22 22 22 uh-huh. That sounds similar to the one we did last week. Yeah. Oh. I guess it'll yeah. sound uh, Well, it's, it's only one away, so it's going to oh, be similar. It's only one louder. Isn't just, it? Why don't they just make 121 <laughs> the highest number? And then <laughs> we're here talking about because we're talking about 122. Ah, that's why Alex Cento Cento 22 22 minuto numero 22. Um, close enough. We're here talking about 122. Uh, we're in the Don's study, mm-hmm. and uh, Don tells Tom that uh, he wants him to call a meeting of the five families because the war ends now. This war ends now. now. Uh, and also, he tells uh, Tom to call uh, Bonacera the corpse valet. Mm-hmm. He's got a job for him. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. So there was a uh, cuts. There was a scene that was written but not filmed of mm. the Bonacera's receiving the phone call from mm. Tom Hagen and, and Bonacera having... Um, Having having uh, not buyer's remorse, but barterer's remorse. Oh, interesting! Because he's like, I never should have gotten mixed up with yeah. the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's regretting, and then also um, there was, I guess, he was going to be standing outside when they pulled up, and mm-hmm. they were going to have the body in a bag and be like, "Where should we take this?" And yeah, like, over in the elevator. Yeah, so and that uh, is in the book. Oh, that is in the book. Yeah, yeah that's probably why they wrote it and yeah. then just at some point decided yeah. not to film it. It makes sense. Um, it's so effective. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Shots of yeah. the elevator going down then you from the that. elevator. Yeah. It's like he's descending down into hell. Well, it's really cool. I noticed upon the third watching. That's right, Alex. I watched the Miss Minute three Godfather times. 3? <laughs> I would, uh, you bet I uh, pay this much attention to detail for all the minutes that we analyze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but at the very end of this minute, Don Corleone walks away from Hagen as you hear Tom Hagen making the call. So you mm-hmm. just hear Hagen's voice. Yes. And and the Don walks down the hall. He t- toins right. And just as the camera switches to the shot from inside the elevator going down, Don Corleone is walking upstairs. Mm-hmm. So it's this really weird juxtaposition of different up and ups and downs the don is walking up mm-hmm. but then the next shot you're in an elevator going down and you see bonacera coming up because the shots from the inside that's right of the elevator. Yeah, yeah you're going you're meeting up with bonacera yeah yeah and my best interpretation of that besides in addition to it just being really cool is maybe there's a little play on uh, heaven and hell and what's right and wrong and is it really clear who's going to heaven who's going to hell hmm i like that 
Uh, it's right? very morally gray, morally gray area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, too. He's down below, which could represent hell. So um, Don is on the elevator with Sonny's body. And they're going down. We don't see that yet. But that's is he, enough, you know, or is he already? Falling. I thought he was waiting down there with Bonacera already. Do you know if that's true? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll I d- find out. I didn't watch minute. ahead. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Not that interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I wish they had had the cut scene with Bonacera because, of course, we love Bonacera. Oh yeah, the, the actor first time we see him. Yeah, in a long, very long time, <laughs> over I guess a year. The, only the last. Uh, this is the last time we see him. Mm-hmm. Is he? He's not present at like uh, the Don's funeral or uh, no. or Mama's. Gosh, or, I don't uh, think so. Seems like you have a corpse valet in the movie. You really should. He, I bet he's in the background or something. We'll have to take a look. That's right. Maybe when Mama dies, because they're in a... Are they in a funeral home at that point, or are they in their house? I don't know. Yeah. That's too That's in also, GF2. So. Yeah, that's down. I can oh, understand yeah. how being, them being be in in uh, in Reno, they wouldn't use Bonacera because yeah. he'd be in, back in New York, but <laughs> unless they fly him in specially. Well, Hagen keeps calling. You, you offer your... You owe your sir, you owe your service to Don, and I've no doubt he has no doubt you'll repay. It's like, so I've I've repaid that with Santino. I give you I've, twenty funerals already. <laughs> you must meet him at the Reno Central Avenue funeral parlor in three hours. <laughs> like, but I live in New York. <laughs> Please do not be later than three hours. You owe him a service. He does not turn down a favor if he's asked. If he's turned down, if someone turns him down. Yeah. Um, if someone turns down the 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 nineteenth or twentieth favor, he never asks again. <laughs> he's like, oh, I guess that's okay. <laughs> that's why he's complaining. In the in the book, he's complaining to his wife. Yeah, exactly. Mrs. About, about, yeah, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Now I'm I'm at their mercy. I have to do what they say. Is he worried that he's like that he will be involved in a crime, or is he worried that they're going to want a free, like a, a high end coffin for free? And he's like, oh, we just got those models in, and then they're, they're going to be going for nothing. It's probably a little of both, Alex. Mm, it's probably true. <laughs> it's it's more so because of the committing crimes, and he just realizes he's gotten into bed with these mobsters. Yeah. And, he, and what happens when you get, get into bed with a mobster, Alex? What? I'm asking you, what oh. happens? <laughs> go to the mattresses. <laughs> they call that going to the mattresses, oh, to the mattresses. when you get in the bed with a monster. <laughs> Pretty um, good, not bad. So, um, is the Don, is this a sign of weakness? Mm. That the Don is uh, surrendering, basically. Yeah. I'm assuming at this point, any time... Oh, surrendering to the five families. I'm so assuming at this point, truce. any one of the families could have said let's call a meeting and try yeah. to hash this mm-hmm. out so mm-hmm. presumably um sunny didn't do it because he wanted to he was still fighting oh he would never surrender so so is the don getting uh, is he slipping <laughs> or is it just he is is this part of a bigger plan where he's like i'll get michael back and then we'll get you know then we'll we'll get michael back I'll die. He'll become ruthless, and he'll kill all these these suckers, <laughs> and then I'll go into the drug business, which is what I wanted all along. It's part of the plan. Oh, he rewrites the <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah. I wish the Turk had just let me get involved in his business. All this all this madness never would have happened. He just made me a reasonable offer. <laughs> Do you think, like in Star Wars later, Don Corleone should appear as a ghost? Oh, totally. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Oh, I and Fredo and and Santino. In Michael's study, <laughs> well, we have to ask what would be the best scene 
they could only come back once, either as individuals or all together collectively. What would be the best time for him to do that? Well, I mean, seriously, the, the yeah. I mean, almost it's almost like Fredo. It does come back almost as a ghost in 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 um in GF three. Yeah, because they have mm-hmm. those flashbacks of him in the you know you see Michael thinking, and it's those flashbacks of him in the getting shot in the boat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And clearly, his presence looms. Lo- so Fredo yeah. seems like he'd be the most dramatically good one because mm-hmm. that's the one that literally haunts. Uh, Michael Corleone, but yeah. uh, but for comedy purposes, I guess I would definitely say I want you want to have all the. Uh, it should be like at the end of uh, it should be like at the end of um, at the end of Return of the Jedi, where uh, Michael Corleone kills the members of the Five family, and then looks over, and then you see the ghost of Marlon Brando of Sonny and of Fredo standing there. Oh yeah, and Fredo's um, like, wait a minute, I'm not dead yet. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. approvingly. They're so yeah, they're smiling, yeah, smiling to him like, "Nice job, Mikey. We well, knew you could do it." The Don and Sonny would be approving, uh-huh. but Fredo would be all like, oh, "Even my ghost got stepped over." <laughs> yeah. I'm not dead. Not like everyone says. <laughs> and as soon as Johnny Ola dies, Fredo is in cahoots. Fredo's ghost is in cahoots with Johnny Ola's ghost. <laughs> well, that figured, well, certainly by the time you get to GF2, that ghost thing is very crowded because then you got you got uh, oh, got everyone, Luca Brasi, you got Barzini, uh, you got uh, Tatalia, <laughs> Cuneo. Did you did you see the ghost of Barzini? Barzini, I'm Boozini now. So what would be scarier, seeing Luca Brazzi at your door or the ghost of Luca Brazzi at your door? I think seeing the ghost of Luca Brazzi would be really? better. Would be would better. Be better. It would not yeah. as scary. Yeah. Because we know the real Luca Brazzi can kill you. Yeah. And if we, he's as far as the ghost, feel like for all we know, he could just be like, oh. <laughs> you know. All he really, really can do at that point is leave leave pre-war scotch. <laughs> For you, <laughs> you get <and> freak out. <laughs> yeah. no, who no. let this pre-war scotch here? <laughs> yeah, if Luca Brazzi, the real live person, is at your door. You, you're already dead. Yeah, you don't even know it yet. Mm-hmm. You've been dead for ten minutes. And you don't even know it yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I would say. I would mm. say, in order, it would be the ghost of. Uh, or maybe at the end of Godfather Three, maybe when, uh, really? when maybe that's when ah. he, when he's you know screaming over the dead body of Maria. Mm-hmm. That's when you see. That's when the happy ghost Fredo comes back. Oh yeah, because then he's like, yeah, see, yeah. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, what about uh, if um, maybe the Sam, ghost of Khartoum, <laughs> maybe the ghost. headless horse? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> What if uh, Santino was a were a ghost at, at some point later on, and and he's uh, having physical relations with the ghost of Lucy? Oh no, she's not dead yet. Yeah, she was. Uh, not she, dead. She's alive through the whole trilogy. The ghost of Sonny would have to say to somebody, "Hey, go kill that Lucy. Go kill that oh, Lucy, bro." Would you? That's right. <laughs> oh man, that's a low. What do you make? What do you make a comedy with all these ghosts? And then uh, the ghost of Carlo would show up, and that would be awkward because we'd be all like, oh, yeah. "Polly's already." Do you think we'd see a ghost of Polly? No, you won't see the ghost of Polly no more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that one. <laughs> Glad I could help you set it up. His last name should be Polly No More. <laughs> Polly No More. <laughs> That's No More. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you betray your family and you are a dance judge, you're no more. <laughs> That's the you're like the weird Al of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be the next song. You're like the um you're like the uh Johnny Fontaine weird owl. Like you do parodies of shows oh, of standard mm-hmm. uh, you know standard songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, Johnny <laughs> And plus your voice is weak. Yeah, that too. Hey, speaking of Johnny Fontaine, I think when the ghost of Don Corleone uh-huh. visits Johnny Fontaine, he's like, What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? <laughs> It's a perfect ghost, kind of antagonistic ghost. <laughs> yeah, when a ghost is telling you you look terrible, you look terrible. <laughs> I want you to get some rest, get some sleep. You look like a ghost. Oh, you wait look like you've seen a ghost. What's the matter with you? It's turning into our Halloween special. Oh, totally. About <laughs> to replay it next Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of, of listening back and replaying, I was listening back to our previous episode. And replaying it? I was replaying. I was mixing it. Mm-hmm. And I have to give you a compliment, my brother, Alex. You were doing amazing impressions of the greatest silver screen, legends of the silver screen. <laughs> I, was really, I didn't appreciate it while we were recording. You Are you just, talking you about in the tons. bonus content when I was doing all the... We, we, did, we did a little during the regular, and then it spilled over yeah. into the bonus content. For example, you did Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, Jimmy Stewart's pretty good. <laughs> and you did Cary Grant. Oh, Cary Grant's not bad either. <laughs> and of course, you did Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> which is my favorite. It's true. I, I'll play it again for you if you want, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> Oh, looks like I've seen a ghost, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm Jack. That's some weird, wild stuff. <laughs> Is that what's his face? That's my Johnny Carson. Oh, Johnny, I thought it was, uh, who's the other, who's the famous impression? Rich Little. Rich Little. That's Rich Little impersonating yeah. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> and of course, my favorite was, uh, you did uh, great Charlie Chaplin. Oh. <laughs> That's the voice you like when I do the best. <laughs> you did impressions for her, Sam. Do it for me. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to give you a shout out, a kudos. Thank you. You should make sure to give me a good review on iTunes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it a call, still called a shout out if you're sitting right across from me? Yes, yeah, so you're still shouting out. I thought you were doing it if they're not there because you're sort of calling out to them. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll ask, ask, we'll answer. answer. Well, it's not a bad down. question, right? No. Shout out, and I'm and I'm not shouting to you. You're just a couple feet away from me. Uh, the Ink Panthers podcast, we changed it to a send a friend. Oh. I wanted to send a friend to Andy. So oh, shout out, okay. You refresh it a little bit. Did you make that up? I don't remember. Probably no. send a friend. Send a friend. Huh. Um, yeah, so what am I right? Oh, shout send out. A fr- you send a friend to her. Why don't you send a friend to me? Shout Sham. out rules. I'll look yeah. up the rules the for rules shout are, outs. Yeah. <laughs> We have some other exciting stuff for the bonus content. Oh, yeah? What's you, up? Well, you and I watched The Freshman. This is true. The and we, we haven't talked about it at all. Every, you kept wanting to, and I'd be like, bup, bup, bup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you and I can never talk about it unless the Patreons are there listening to. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Uh, so in the bonus content, we'll be talking about The Freshman, starring Freshman. Marlon Brando and Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. And Frank Wally. Mm-hmm. Whaley. That's right. And, uh, and Bruno Kirby, Bruno Kirby, uh-huh. Clemenza himself. Uh-huh. So uh, go to GodfatherMinute.com/slash Kirby. Kirby, <laughs> is that you? 
Go to godfatherminute slash support. Godfatherminute.com slash support, and you can hear the bonus content. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, speaking of the bonus content, we are two thirds of the way to our goal of doing the GF3 commentary. So, oh, excellent! There's never been a better time to become a Patreon. Of Fantastic! Twitter. Oh my gosh! By the time we at, we see the scene, <laughs> oh my gosh! It's, the my audience is going to go crazy, even more so than when we talk to Barzini or Show Cause. <laughs> that they're going to go. Berserk. We're going to have to get where we are. Why we're going to have to get up and cheer? <laughs> that is going to be one heck of a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't talked much about this minute. We've we've been sidetracked a little bit. Yeah, um, I've got a few more things. Go ahead. Let's hear what you got for me. So, as as Don Corleone's leaving, and and he gives he gives Tom these instructions right before he leaves, he gives him a little hug, An awkward kind of yeah. And, hug. and Tom leans in and puts his hand on mm-hmm. the Don. I was wondering, is is this the most physical affection that Don has ever showed to Tom? Oh, to Tom specifically. Yeah, I don't think we ever. Well, they don't have any scenes together, really, no. that he would... Uh, do we? I was going to you were going to say, do we have signs of him giving infection to anyone? Uh, well, you know, that was my follow-up question after we answered the Tom question. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we see him very much. Does the only thing... Oh, Johnny. Well, I was going to say, Johnny. during the wedding part, is, I feel like maybe every time someone comes in, does he give them a hug? Does he give, like, Johnny... Yeah, and, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely the, gives Johnny a hug. Does he give... Um, uh, what's his name? We were just talking about Carlo, Paulie, Don Corleone. Oh, Luca. Does he give Luca a hug? Oh, when he goes in uh, to give in front a of gift? his daughter's wedding. Hmm. Will ask. Oh, Will- oh, no, no, no. I, <laughs> I know the answer. He shakes his hand. He shakes his hand. Yeah, yeah. Got it. He shakes his hand. So, uh, yeah. So maybe he does, but. But he hugs, um, uh, definitely Johnny. hugs Johnny and grabs his face like you. You look because he's a godfather, so he, yeah, yeah. He's, so. he's it's a almost a religious relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting question. We'll yeah. have to keep an eye out. Yeah, we'll who, keep an eye out. Who hugs it. and who doesn't mm-hmm. hug? Because mm-hmm. you think, uh, especially the cliche is that Italians are very uh, warm, demonstrative people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think there would be a lot of hugging. I guess there's a lot of physical contact because Sonny puts his arm around people mm-hmm. ball-bustingly and, yeah. and that kind of Fredo stuff. Fredo slaps Mikey in the very first wedding scene. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Mikey kisses Fredo during the in New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. New Year's mm-hmm. Eve scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. All sorts of yeah. all sorts of effects. We'll keep our eyes on that. But it is an awkward hug. It's mm-hmm. it's it's tough to, it's tough tough to do a not awkward hug when one person is sitting and one person is standing. Yeah. Although weirdly, it reminded me of Mikey hugging Fredo at, the, at Mama's funeral. Oh, that's right, because Fredo is seated. Yeah, Fredo is seated. Yeah, and so Michael definitely, there's definitely like a power play. You mm-hmm. know, it makes sense. That the person sitting down would be the yeah. weaker of the. You know, yeah. it's almost like a child, like a child yeah. mm-hmm. sitting down there. Yeah. So you're the um, one who told me that LBJ was famous for he's very he was very tall and he would walk up really close to people. Yeah, he was a, he would, as a he would he would be a close talker like almost like leaning over the person yeah. as, as an intimidation tactic. I I like a little bit of personal space when I'm speaking with someone. Mm-hmm. But I I, I think I'm going to try that just as a social experiment to see what it's not to try to yeah. intimidate people cuz you and I are both very tall. Just to see at work, just to see how different people respond to it. And if they back up, I'll totally respect that. But it could be a good way to win friends and influence people. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. I watched that video you sent me. (laughs) Uh, Actually, in a similar (laughs) similar matter, uh, I was going to say eye contact. 
because normally I uh, I try not to have eye contact. Mm. Not that I try to avoid eye contact, mm. but I get uncomfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. But someone was saying like, if you have confidence and you have eye contact, is a is a thing. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with aggressive eye contact, <laughs> radical eye contact, radical eye contact. Yeah. Have you heard about the radical honesty? No. Which is that you you are honest even if it if it hurts the other person's feelings. Doesn't matter. My radical. Wait, wait, wait. You mean uh, I'm just, never just I, being honest or radically honest? Radically honest, like I'm not going to tell little white lies. Oh, I'm got just it. going okay. to be totally honest yeah. all the time uh-huh. about. And you know, if if someone's outfit doesn't look good, I'm gonna. And they ask me, I'm gonna say that. If they, if they ask you, yeah, yeah it's I not think, like you're just gonna yeah. go around being a jerk. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna not be a jerk. <laughs> sure, but you're not just gonna walk up to someone that you don't know and say, "Hey, that those those pants don't go with that shirt." By the way, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm Alex. Good That's to meet you. <laughs> what I would do, is I would go, with those contact. pants don't go with that shirt. Alex Robbins. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would leave. So radical eye contact. Oh, That's my plan. That's my plan. Radical eye contact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, what does that mean then? It means I will not be the first person to blink or look away first. I oh will hold the eye contact until they until they break. If they turn away. Unless I sustain <laughs> dominance of them. <laughs> if they turn away and you're still talking, will you... Will you ro- turn my yeah, head? Well, yeah, will you wa- run <laughs> yeah. around their body to me stay? No, keep eye I, will not, I will not. Them, them reverting their eyes is enough. Okay. Like, okay, there you go. As long as you admitted uh-huh. that, as long as you have, if you've demonstrated your um, but then, submissiveness. Yeah, but you know what they say. You don't just, you what? don't just show your your domination. You have to do that second one to. Even furthermore, prove mm. that you're you're the one. So I suggest you follow them around and stare at them again until they go again. Because then you're, and then they know I'm they serious. Know for sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll give it a try. You know, when you're teaching out, you know, I'm a trained teacher. Mm-hmm. And when when we went to our classroom management class, by yeah. the way, there's no class. You just learn trial by fire. What you're supposed to do when all the kids are talking in class, yeah. you're supposed to not tell them, to, you're not supposed to shush them and say, be quiet. Yeah. You just wait. Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> you just wait. And eventually they'll be quiet. And it's very hard at first because you're just waiting and it's a little embarrassing as all these kids are talking, you're just waiting and you can stare at certain kids that are talking, but eventually they will all be quiet. <laughs> 45 minutes. Once, <laughs> once the bell rings and they all leave, yeah. you have quiet. Well, that's how long you have to wait. I mean, then you know, that. <laughs> no, this, the reason I bring it up is because once they're quiet, the rookie mistake is as soon as they're quiet, the teacher starts talking again right away. Uh-uh. Right. So what you're supposed to do is as soon as it's quiet, yeah. you wait another four to seven seconds, totally quiet. You know who used to do the same thing? Who? Adolf Hitler. Get out of here. He did. If what? you see, there's there's speeches where he would show up like an hour late for his big rallies. And then when he went out there, he would just sit there with his arms folded until everyone was quiet. And then he would sit there for like literally like another minute with his arms folded oh and just holding everyone wow. <laughs> silently. So, That's amazing. So you're onto something there. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, you know what? My first mentor described teaching as he said, you he said, Andy, you're he's actually sound a lot like Hyman Roth. He's Andy. You you are a benevolent dictator. Mm. You're not there to make friends. Don't be mean. Don't be a jerk. But you are a benevolent dictator. What yeah. you say goes. Yeah. Ooh, I never really thought of it as in terms of being a, a, a dictator. <laughs> hey, lean into it, man. Right, it's right. this. It's this. It's where we're at these days. You know. Yes, right. You don't want to lean away from being a dictator in the early 21st century. Yeah. So radical eye contact. Yes. And 
What else? We, oh, and and standing close to people. Standing close. So try. We'll both try it, and we'll getting, come back next week, and we'll we'll talk okay. about how it went. Yeah. And especially doing both at the same time, radical eye contact and getting into their personal space. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a tough one. Is it better to do eye contact when you get in their personal space or the thing where you get in their personal space and you're almost like talking past them? Oh, man. I don't know if I've ever witnessed that. You mean not even looking at them? Yeah, you're almost looking like, you're, like, you, over like you would put your head like over their shoulder and be like, listen, I want you to get oh, out of here. Oh, man. <laughs> Try that one. That's the ultimate goal. And you don't look at them and you lean past them and you go, I have your house bugged. <laughs> you do not want to mess with me. <laughs> or you, or you, you go up and they're, they're not yeah. even talking. They're just waiting. You go up, you lean and you go, I'll wait. <laughs> You're already waiting. <laughs> I've got all day. <laughs> i got all day. Can you name the five families in The Godfather? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. It's in the, the next chapter in the book. Mm. Um, you could Zeppo, <laughs> Harpo. Uh-huh. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Tatalia. Mm-hmm. Tatalia's a pimp. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Cunio. Mm-hmm. That's two. Mm. I said Barzini. You did not say oh, okay. Rosini, but that's three. Okay. <laughs> Corleone. Corleone. Well, does he count as one of the five? I think so. He does, right? Yeah. I know he's one of them, but I, they always refer to the five families. Yeah. I didn't know if they were referring to the other ones. And then finally, oh boy, who's it going to be? I never remember this one. Who is it? Is it Stracci? Is Maybe. The one that's like that, Stracci? Ma- Maybe. You, next minute, I'll definitely know. Okay. Um, because there's, I looked up the, the, uh, there is a real life five families Mm -hmm. in New York city. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so they're all fictionalized in the, can you name any of the real life, uh, five families? Yes, I can. Uh, Bonanno. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could give you multiple choice if you want. No, no, no. I I can't know. Um, uh, one of them almost sounds Spanish. It's, um, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, Mexico begins with a C. It's uh, like uh, Christopher. Oh, Colombo. Colombo. The Colombo family. That's not the one I was thinking. That sounds Spanish, although it does sound Spanish. Um, Bonano, Colombo. Uh, oh God, I don't remember. I've seen a million. Right, of see these if monsters. you can pick out. See if you can yeah. pick out the the false one. Okay. Bonanno, mm-hmm. Colombo, mm-hmm. Gambino, Gambino, Benedetto, Lucchese, Lucchese is one, Ginovese. Ginovese is one. Yeah, Benedetto is not one. Benedetto is yeah. the fake one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good, the movie Goodfellas. Mm. That was the uh, Lucchese crime family, mm-hmm. and apparently the Cumio family in The Godfather is based on that. But I don't know why you mm. never seem to do anything, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, never. Yeah, so it's yeah. weird that they Just were saying. Or maybe, or although maybe in some of the other, like maybe it's in like the video games or the. Oh yeah, like they use like real life things mm-hmm. that happen to them, and so. Uh, uh, Nineteen thirty-one is when uh, all the mobsters in New York got together and said, "Listen, we can't fight each other. We got to be organized. So mm-hmm. let's form this thing." And there was originally a kind of uh, the five families, and then one head of all the. 
mm. the group. But then when that guy died, no one could agree on who would be the one guy overseeing the group. So that's when they came up with the commission, which was basically like a panel of yeah. Uh, yeah. of a family member. It's a great so, idea. It is. It's, it's it's very efficient. It's very it's like um, they're they're it's like they're taking crime but organizing it. Exactly. Exactly. Capitalism mm-hmm. at its best. Yeah, it seems like that's like the smart thing to do because oh, that definitely. way you don't waste time fighting each other. You just you know. Yeah, blood is a big expense. So Lotso said it himself. He's right. Five shots and he's still alive. <laughs> I wanted to point out how how Tom's. I think it's great how Tom's narration continues while the Don walks away and the elevator is going down. You can hear Hagen talking. It's I great. like that too. Uh, it's a good bridge between the two scenes. Mm-hmm. Do they do that? What other times do they do they do that? Hmm. Oh, they do it when. Um, I guess when the priest is talking at the the during the baptism, yeah, yeah, that classic scene. But also earlier that we've already talked about when Santino, Don Corleone, and Hagen are meeting about Solazzo, and I think Solazzo is is going over his resume. That's right. And you see Solazzo walking up the stairs at the Jenko yeah, Olive Oil. That's company. right. Uh, also, when uh, Tom is being showed around um, Waltz's estate. Mm, first you see the exterior mm, and you hear them talking like you mm-hmm. appreciate beauty don't you yeah. and then they and they cut inside the stable so i guess they do that trickle they do that yeah. trick a bunch yeah it's a it's an efficient um storytelling technique yeah, you're basically just combining two different uh, things in one um the only uh, last note i had had to do with marlon brando laid on me uh he had 11 children in real life in real life wow um, and weirdly, uh, the story of Christian Brando is eerily, um, similar to not, it's, uh, Christian Brando, uh, was one of his kids yeah. and one of his, uh, Christian Brando had a half sister, one of Marlon Brando's other kids named Cheyenne and she was eight months pregnant and she came to Christian and said, Oh, my boyfriend beat me up. Mm. And uh, then Christian went and got into a fight with the guy and wound up shooting him and killing him. Oh, wow. And uh, he wound up going to jail for manslaughter. Wow. And um, then he was like, uh, what made it even worse is that um, she was uh, kind of had mental uh, illness. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's not even sure whether or not he doesn't. Now they don't even think that he was even really beating her up. Oh, man. Like, this was just her kind of, like, delusion yeah, about yeah. it. So, wow. uh, so there you go. That's tough. And he uh, he um, was released from jail mm-hmm. uh, in 1995. And right when he was a, the year before he was released, uh, Cheyenne, his sister that got him into jail, uh, committed suicide. Oh, man. So. Um, oh, I remember, I remember hearing bits and pieces over the years because I was living in New York at the time. And I remember reading the Daily News. Yeah, it was all the big tabloid, yeah. uh, tabloid thing. In 2001, uh, he got somehow involved in the, uh, do you remember Robert, the Robert Blake murder? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Robert Blake claimed that Christian Brando was the one who killed, killed his wife. Killed his wife. Whoa. Um, Why? Uh, I, I know something about an affair or whatever. I, I didn't read. I didn't go into a great deal of depth, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, he died of pneumonia in 2008, and he like he had some mental illness. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure it's. Uh, you know, a tough mm. life. Uh, wow. He's buried in uh, Kalama, Washington, which is right oh. across the river there. We oh, should go. Wow. We should go visit the grave of Christian Brando. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's it. So do you remember, do you remember um, 
Do you remember that Robert Blake used to be on The Little Rascals? Yeah. That's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. That's all I have for minute 122. You got anything else? Yeah, I've got some stuff from the book. Oh, from the book? Yeah. Let's see. I was struck by how in the book, when Hagen delivers the news that Santino is dead, mm-hmm. in the book, uh, Don Corleone just starts giving orders to everyone. He's, he has this whole plan. He did, it's much better in the movies. He's immediately mourning, mm-hmm. and it's very emotional. But in the book, it's crazy how he's thinking. He's... Uh, it's more like Michael, I think. Hmm. May I share some? I'll allow it. So don't forget, what's different in the book is that Clemenza and Tessio are there. Right. They when show they, up, yeah. so it's the four of them together. Because he wanted Jim to tell I don't you tell them everything. Yeah. So Don Corleone says, None of you are to concern yourself with this affair. None of you are to commit any acts of vengeance. None of you are to make any inquiries to track down the murderers of my son without my express command. There will be no further acts of war against the five families without my express and personal wish. Our family will cease all business operations and cease to protect any of our business operations until after my son's funeral. Then we will meet here again and decide what must be done. Pause. Mm-hmm. He says they, none of the, they will protect anyone until the funeral? That seems, yeah. that seems like a, a weird policy. Well, I think because everything's sto- he's just stopping everything. So that means, like, if someone went to Buenos Aires' house and smashed up his windows, the doll would be like, well, it still doesn't matter. I was, I I was guess, planning a funeral. I, well, I think he's still going. I think he's going to yeah. contact everyone and say, hey, let's just call a truce right now. Or is it like the daughter's wedding day where on the day of oh. the, the, on the boss's son's funeral, you could do whatever you want to anyone under his protection yeah. with no, uh, <laughs> no ramifications? <Yeah. laughs> I feel bad for Enzo. Yeah. Um, then we, oh, yeah. Our family, until after my son's funeral. Then we will meet here again and decide what must be done. Tonight we must we must do what we can for Santino. We must bury him as a Christian. Hmm. Yeah. I will have friends of mine, or <laughs> it's almost a laundry list of things. <laughs> I will have friends of mine arrange things with the police and all other proper authorities. Clemenza, you will remain with me at all times as my bodyguard, and you and the men of your regime. Tessio, you will guard all other members of my family. Tom, I want you to call Amerigo Bonacera and tell him I will need his services at some time during this night to wait for me at his establishment. It may be an hour, two hours, three hours. Do you all understand that? Yes, Don Corleone. The three men nodded. <laughs> Don Corleone said, Clemenza, get some... <laughs> He's still going. <laughs> wow. Clemenza. Pick up my laundry down off the laundry <laughs> yeah. mat. Get me some sanka. Mama, get a microphone. <laughs> Sing me a song. <laughs> put the screen on. Put the storm windows in. <laughs> Fredo, look up the... the Fredo, go pick someone up at the airport. <laughs> I don't care who they are. <laughs> Sure, Pop. <laughs> he really is still going. Clemenza, get some men and cars and wait for me. I will be ready in a few minutes. Tom, you did well. <laughs> it's like he just keeps going around the circle, <laughs> signing different tasks. Yeah, the old man is uh, the old man is losing it. He's slipping. <laughs> well, you, you, I want you to shoot McCluskey and Tessio. I want you to kill uh, the Turk. <laughs> Uh, Michael, I want he's just he's pointing <laughs> different people and giving him different names. Apollonia, I want you to give Michael driving lessons. <laughs> so this is interesting. Tom, 
you did remember last minute Tom was really beating himself up and mm-hmm. his he's a bad cousin. Well, he admitted it. he's to himself. He says, I, I I'm out of my league. Yeah, so you played this one. You played this one beautifully. Mm-hmm. Tom, you did well. In the morning, I want Constancia with her mother. <laughs> Make arrangements for her and her husband to live in the mall. Wow, like 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 Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, no, next to I think in between the Gap and the uh, oh my gosh, you can open a place called Connie's, like a little <laughs> hair salon. Called, what would you sell in Connie's dishes? Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe brooms and dustpans. <laughs> it's called Clean It Up. <laughs> oh, and Carlo comes and does appearance. Oh, they do demos every twenty minutes. <laughs> That would be a fun store. You go and you just smash stuff. Yeah. All just cheap, you know, <laughs> porcelain, yeah. cheap stuff. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's set that up. Uh, let's see. So he's setting them up on the mall. How about that? Nice. Well, just Connie and, and mom. Right. So far. Well, I assume mom was already on the mall, isn't she? Yeah, but he wants Connie to move in with her. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, my own born grandchild. Oh, no, no, sorry. I want Connie with her mother. Make arrangements for her and her husband to live in the mall. Wow. So he's moving so Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. Does, do you think Don knows what's going on? Does Don know that Carlo is, uh, is implicated in this thing? I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I think he just woke up. Right? But, but like, when, when no one has talked to him. I don't think he knows. So wait, you don't think all this time he's been sitting there like Tom hasn't been giving him updates about like, oh, Connie was being beat up by, like, you know, like he hasn't been updating I, you know, with family. With I don't family know. There's business. nothing in the book about that. Hmm. I mean, Santino's been the one calling the shots. Wow. I would have thought he'd be yeah. at least acting as assistant consigliere. Well, he's, he's practically semi-retired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he's moving Connie and Carla. Maybe he's just... You know what they say. He's what? he's moving everyone really close. Why? You keep your friends close. Well, that's good. That's a good policy. You, your family closer. Because <laughs> you can't lose your family. <laughs> All right. Have Sandra's friends. <laughs> wow. I'm a, not kidding, man. Deep bench of... Uh... <laughs> He just learned that Santino died. He's got a. He's not even not even Sandra. Sandra's friends. Yeah, <laughs> have Michael's college roommate send me his transcripts. <laughs> I know. And Lucy, have her see a gynecologist. We're gonna tighten her up. <laughs> Call that girl Kay and tell her to come over here and bring some of the. <laughs> Uh, Sandra's friend. Have Sandra's friends, the women, go to her house. <laughs> Wait, have Sandra's friends, the women. So this is. This is <laughs> so he just he just said her friends, the women. <laughs> That's the spinoff, <laughs> the women. Yeah. So, so he he just said he wants mom, mom, mom to move with Connie and Carlo to the mall, the compound. Connie, yeah. Carlo to the compound. Yeah. Have Sandra have Sandra's friends, the women, go to her house to stay with her. Okay. Her being Connie. Do you think that means Because Connie doesn't know yet, remember? Connie doesn't know Santino's dead. Well, how do we know that? Don't tell Connie. My <laughs> wife will go there also when I have spoken with her. My wife will tell her the misfortune and the women will arrange for the church to say their masses and prayers for his soul. Wow. Yeah, remember Hagen protected Connie too. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just not sure how long this is. You know, I guess we said this is that same that same evening. 
There's another seven pages of instructions. <laughs> Tess Hill, you go talk to Bonnie. We're going to need some inside police insight. Bonnie? <laughs> it's, this is her Marlon Brando and Don Corleone. Like merge? Merge. He's like, he's like call on Walt. He's going to get the, uh, what's that uh, singer? The Frank Sinatra. He's going to get. <laughs> I need 50 pounds of sandbags to put in the, uh, the, put in the, the, the gurney. <laughs> The Don got up from his, his leather armchair. The other men rose with him, and Clemenza and Tessio embraced him again. Oh, there you go. They hug. Mm-hmm. Hagen held the door open for the Don, who paused to look at him for a moment. Then the Don put his hand on Hagen's cheek, hmm. embraced him quickly, and said in Italian, You've been a good son. <gasps> wow. He's delirious. You comfort me. Hmm. I love you, Fredo. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm Tom, Pop. <laughs> he used to correct him. He's like, oh. Well, then, uh, yeah. uh, do what sure I say. Are. Sure are. Yeah, you look like Fredo. Are you sure you're not Fredo? Are you sure you're not? <laughs> well, then, never mind. Don't go to the airport. Pick, pick someone to stay here. <laughs> Listen, Fredo, I know it's hard to understand, but I want Michael to take over. It's the way I want him. <laughs> The Don, told, the Don told Hagen um, that he had acted properly in this terrible time. Do you think he's being legit or is he That just, proves the Don is slipping if, yeah. he's, if he's telling Tom is doing a good job. And that's the end of the chapter. Wow. End of an era. Boy, what do you make of that whole laundry list? I do agree that the movie version is better. I think it's more, yeah. it's it's definitely more better as an emotional scene rather than a logistical, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe 50 feet of copper wire, and, you know, God knows, and two boxes. I need, I need 24 bungee cords. You know, the ones with the little hooks on the end. Did you get the cannoli, like I said? <laughs> Uh, so you want to rate this minute? <laughs> and, I want, I want, and I need two tickets to that show. You know the the, the, the oh, Sicilian the talking about Sicilian opera, the one where the, the guy's mother dies. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so what do you rate? So this let's minute? rate it. Hmm. So he's already heard the news. He had the news. He heard the news. Tom does not speak. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. That's all. It's all Don Corleone. It's all Don Corleone. Don Corleone. All right, I got mine. One, two, three, four. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. I can't believe you did three. Uh, two minutes ago, you did five. I know. I think like I was like you're, you're tempering your hand, kind of. And I guess just because it's it's this wall ends now. I know the first mention of the five families. Mm-hmm. He had his drink. Yeah. Refers to Bonacera. Mm. Did you bump it up because uh, Marlon Brando's in it? So was that two minute, but you bumped it up to three? I guess so. <laughs> when you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I yeah. think like on average, I was trying to come like at the other day. I wanted to do a four and a half. Yeah, and this yeah. one probably would have been three and a half. So like, uh, well, it's literally a transition minute. Yeah. Like, I feel the other one had more of the iconic stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, you had your drink. They shot Sonny on the causeway. Like, this is mm-hmm. almost like an afterthought to that. This is almost like an mm-hmm. epilogue to that minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although we do see Bonacera. Yeah. I should have given, I should have bumped it up half a Well, stop. we got a couple great minutes coming up. Yeah, we do. We got, I think the whole rest of the movie oh, is pretty much great yeah. minutes. So, yeah. uh, 
Just don't tell me you're going to rate it three stars. <laughs> All right, that'll rip up. That'll rip up minute one hundred and twenty-two. Um, we'll be back next week with minute one, two, three. Mm-hmm. That should be easy. And until then, I want you to contact. The- <laughs> I couldn't remember what he said this minute. <laughs> I was gonna say, I couldn't remember either. I was gonna say I want you yeah, to contact yeah. the heads of the oh, five families. So until next time, time this you want, do you want to do a clean one? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Until next time, this, this war ends now. 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 <laughs>